Hello there, lovebirds and heartbreak survivors. Welcome to Relationship Realness, the podcast where we keep it real about all things relationships. I'm your host, Christina, and I am here to guide you through the ups and downs of love, from first dates to last goodbyes, whether you're looking for the secret to a long and happy relationship or just need some good old-fashioned venting about your ex, we've got you covered. So grab a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, settle in, and get ready to join the conversation on all things relationship realness. Let's dive in, my loves. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. And wow, you guys, like, do you ever feel like the universe is trying to tell you something and I, I'm not going to listen today because I promised all of you that I would deliver podcast episode but I am so nervous to play it back and listen because I have been having the most insane technical difficulties I can't even believe it I sat down to record this episode and I'll show you guys if you follow me on Instagram but the beginning had my voice sounding like a motherfucking chipmunk like like I just sucked an entire balloon of helium so I am going to continue recording today's episode because I really want to get through it. It's a really, really good one. It's about our exes, okay? It's, you know, listen, I think that I've been noticing like a trend lately with some of the clients that I have been working through and it's like the inability to let go of their ex um, even when they're starting to date someone new or trying to focus on themselves And it's honestly really, truly insane the hold and the grasp that our past relationships have on us. And listen, I can relate. I have been there. You guys, I have not been with my ex-abusive, horrible partner for almost like 13 years now. That's a long ass time. It's a long time. And it was only up until a couple of years ago that... I completely stopped thinking about him. Like, I do not care anymore. I do not care. Now, I stopped caring a long time ago, and I became very indifferent to anything he did, anything he said, but there was still always that, like, uh, that, like, grasp he would have on me emotionally. And, you know, today is an episode that I think that many of us have faced when we do have those lingering thoughts of our exes even when we're in a new relationship because yes I have been with my now husband for 10 years and me thinking about my ex or me having thoughts pop into my brain about my ex has literally zero to do with the amount of love care compassion and commitment that I have to my now partner okay When you find yourself caught in the like emotional tug of war, it's typically because there are underlying reasons that are guiding you on a journey of healing and growth. And that's what I know it is for my clients as we talk through things, as we're working through their feelings that are coming up for them regarding of their exes. Um, And it was for me too. You know, when I was in this past relationship, I experienced a lot of hurt. I experienced a lot of verbal abuse that did eventually lead to physical abuse, right? And when you're in a relationship like that, even when you're in a really good relationship or a bad relationship and it just didn't work out, there are things that will come with you from your past relationships into your current relationships until you are ready to face them 
head freaking on, right? Like you will keep being shown things from the universe until you address them. And I don't know, maybe the universe is trying to show me something with these podcast episodes by literally making it physically impossible for me to record them. But I digress, okay? But like, have you ever caught yourself like daydreaming about your ex or dreaming just like while you're sleeping about them in general, right? Even though you're completely invested in a new relationship, it's almost like they've taken up like permanent residence in your freaking mind and it's refusing to let go. And it's probably the most frustrating thing you're ever experiencing because you're like, no, I'm done with this relationship. I am healed. I am grown. Yes, that is all true. But when you have these lingering thoughts or you're dreaming about them or maybe you feel triggered by even just hearing their name or something, this is absolutely a sign that there are probably unhealed wounds lurking beneath the surface somewhere, right? And I recently discovered this within my own journey. Um, I had been doing a lot of forgiveness work over the last couple of years, over the last year, honestly, more specifically. And I realized that my ex got to say his piece. A couple of years ago, he sent me one of the long ass text messages with the sorries and the, oh my God, like you were the one that got away and all of these different things. And in that moment, yeah, I was really good to hear him say that. But then over the course of the last couple of years, even after he said that, nothing ever changed. He never changed. He was still a complete asshole that he always was. Um, And that really came out with the aggressive DMs he was sending me during the election. But we'll get into that on another time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I like sat back. It was this was honestly probably about a year ago, maybe six months ago at this point. And I was like, why do I keep dreaming about this person there is no love there there is no desire to be with him there there is nothing nothing I tell you nothing nothing I don't even care what he is doing who he's dating who he's with who how many women he's had children with when there was a time that I did care about that but not now so why am I consistently dreaming about this person and I realized that it was because I was carrying the unresolved emotions from the past relationship now I've done a lot of healing on that past relationship, okay? I really have. I've realized things that I experienced in that relationship that I needed to heal from, that I have done that work for. But the one thing that I never got to do was forgive him and say my peace and put what I needed to say out into the universe. And that's why it was consistently infiltrating my ability to fully invest in my current partner sexually um, and or maybe fully completely emotionally. Now, this isn't to say that I haven't been emotionally involved in my relationship or that I haven't been sexually involved in my relationship, but maybe there was just an extra piece missing that I sure as shit feel now, right? Because I did this for myself um, and I really had to let go of my fears and really put my big girl panties on and acknowledge and address the emotions. And I knew that that was the first step towards creating a more stronger and more fulfilling relationship with my now husband. And I know you're probably thinking, well, you've been with him 10 years. Aren't you already in a strong, fulfilling relationship? And yeah, absolutely. I am. Of course I am. He is the most amazing person and we have the most amazing relationship together. Um, 
But I think that our relationships have the ability to always grow stronger, to always go through ups and downs and, you know, different chapters of our relationships to, you know, require them to maybe do some healing or work or growth on our personal selves to make them more fulfilling or to do work together as a couple to make them more strong and more fulfilling. Uh, You know, people say that there's one day that you wake up and you're healed, but I don't really believe that. I think that our healing journey is constant. Our growing journey is constant and our ability to create deeper connections with the people that we love is constant, right? Sometimes you go through those lulls where it's just like, oh God, I'm really not feeling fulfilled in my relationship. Does this mean I don't want to be with them anymore? No. Does this mean I don't love them anymore? No. It just honestly simply means that maybe there is something that you need to do together or individually to make it feel more fulfilling, so when I was having these dreams about my ex, I was like, what the heck? I don't want this to be happening right now. So I had to really kind of dig deep and be like, what do I need? What do I need to do? Because this is not fun. This is not fun. So one reason that, you know, the thoughts of our exes might persist is because we haven't fully processed the end of our previous relationship. Now, I had already done that. Okay, so that was not my case here, but maybe it is yours. Maybe you haven't fully processed the end of your relationship, which means there are still thoughts lingering of your ex, right? Whether it was a painful breakup or a lingering sense of unfinished business between the two of you, that emotional, like, let's just say residue, can linger within us ad so freaking lately and then maybe it leads you to self-sabotage your present happiness right because you're like oh my god well i am having thoughts of x i don't deserve to be happy in this relationship and so then that leads us to self-sabotage and then it's a freaking never-ending cycle okay it's like carrying a backpack let's just say full of like unresolved feelings like let me just shove this jealousy in there and let me just shove this resentment in my backpack and maybe there's a little bit more room for hurt pain sadness deception um whatever infidelity infidelity took place in that relationship right let me just shove it all into a little backpack and no matter how much we try to move forward that weight is going to always continue to drag you back to the past right? Because you just shoved it in there. You never dealt with it head on. You never actually faced those feelings, um, you know, in their face, (laughs) right? But, you know, there is good news, okay? By, you know, diving into these unhealed wounds, as scary as it could be, it gives you the opportunity to release the baggage to make room for new growth. And we love that. We love new growth. We always want to encourage new growth because, Life is going to continue to grow, go on and there's going to be other areas that you want to be able to focus your attention on when it comes to growth, right? So one effective strategy to kind of begin the healing process is self-reflection, of course, going inward, taking some time to explore the emotions that are arising when you think about your ex. Are those feelings of sadness? Are there feelings of anger? or even longing for this person, right? I think for me personally, it was definitely feelings of anger that I was experiencing, um, absolutely, 
because I never got to say my piece. He got to say his piece, but why didn't I ever get to tell him how his shitty ass behavior and his abuse made me feel? Because for so long, I was operating from this like people pleasing standpoint or maybe the idea that, you know, it's my past. I'm going to leave it there in my past. I've already healed from it. You know, I've moved on from it, but I deserve to actually say what I want to say too. And so I know that to kind of move through this self-reflection process, some people like to gravitate towards journaling, which can be a very powerful tool. Um, You know, you get your perfect little notebook that you want you just pour your thoughts out onto the pages some things if you do enjoy journaling you know you could write about the lessons that you learned from the past relationship you can write about the pain that you experienced in this past relationship and maybe the areas where you might still be holding on to the past okay um, and then by you choosing to face those fears and shine a light on these emotions, it could really give you the opportunity to gain clarity and understanding, which then will help enable you to let go and move forward, right? We'll never ever forget anything that ever happened to us in past relationships. Of course not. You'll never forget the good. You'll never forget the bad. Absolutely not. But you can give yourself permission to let go, to forgive, and to move forward. You know, journaling wasn't necessarily my thing, and I know it's not for a lot of people, and I know it's not for a lot of my clients, right? So I always give alternatives to this healing. You know, it doesn't only have to be journaling. For me, it was meditating. I meditated on anything that I felt like I needed to meditate through. Forgiveness, clarity, gratitude, self-compassion, um, coming back to myself, who am I? Those types of things. Whenever I felt like I needed something, I would lean into meditation. And I realized, okay, this worked for me to let go of my ideologies about my ex and anger and the sadness to a certain extent. Yes, absolutely, 100%. It healed any um, trigger warning, any sexual abuse that I experienced within my relationship. This really helped me even getting spiritual. I remember sitting in my office during like a full moon and me and my friend Katie, we uh didn't almost burn my house down but we definitely set the fire alarms and I remember having this moment of wow like I was so triggered by my friend okay I was so triggered by her because she was so open sexually she was so able to embrace her sexuality and be confident in that area and I was not and I had to really do some self-reflection and become self-aware why not Why can't I embrace my sexuality and be comfortable with it the same way she is? And yes, of course, we are all different. Absolutely, duh. But I knew that there was maybe some underlying stuff going on within me, probably from my past, that I was being triggered by her ability to be so open because I wasn't able to do that. And I was always really anxious during air course with my husband and self-conscious during that and this was new this was not always the case even within my current relationship right this was something new that was like coming up to the surface for me and I really had to pay attention okay why is my behavior changing why am I being triggered by this I really got to go inward so during that full moon ritual I 
whatever came up from came up that I did actually experience some sexual abuse within my abusive relationship. And a lot of people don't think they experience any sexual abuse while they're in a relationship because they're in a relationship. That's what you do. You have sex, but that's not true. No is no. You do not owe anybody anything just because you're in a relationship with them, okay? So by doing this, becoming self-aware and doing this spiritual ritual, I like wrote everything I was feeling down. I acknowledged it and I threw it in the pot and I burned that shit. And yes, my fire alarm did go off, but it was so worth it. I think I even still have photos in my photo album about it, which I'll post on Instagram. Um, And it was great. And after I did that, it was like I unlocked a new version of myself. I was like, okay, we are leveling up here. And ever since then, I have really truly been able to be present during sex in my relationship, to truly be able to embrace my own sexuality, to be curious, to understand that I do deserve pleasure, and to really understand that I can say no whenever the fuck I want to say no, right? Um, and it's improved my relationship because I paid attention to what I was being triggered by from my ex and what I needed to do in order to release that, right? And yes, there was still stuff going on, but not sexually, okay? Not sexually, but he was still stubbornly showing up in my dreams. Um, and I'll get to what ended up happening later to release all of that. But, you know, if you don't like journaling, if you don't like meditation, maybe if you're not into spiritual type of stuff, you know, another crucial step that you are going to want to take is communication. Um, and this could be a really scary one because you are going to have to be open and you are going to have to be honest and create a dialogue with your current partner. Um, because it's key. It really, really, really is so, so, so important. Okay. You've got to share your feelings with them, especially, you know, expressing your desire to work through these lingering emotions from your past relationship. It's always so much better to be upfront and honest about what you're feeling and what you're experiencing than to hide it from the person that you are in a relationship with. My husband has known every step of the way Everything that I have been having to heal from this past relationship, he has known. I have kept him in the loop and he has been extremely supportive um, because I never want to feel like I'm keeping something from him because transparency fosters trust. Duh. Okay. You've got to be transparent and it allows your partner to really offer that support and that understanding because you can think that you're fully healed from a past relationship and get into a new one and that's okay to get into a new one it's absolutely more than okay but what you don't want to do is you know bring all of that baggage from your past relationships or those unhealthy patterns from your past relationships become aware of them and then do nothing about it when you realize that this is happening you have to do something about it okay you have to face it so that means maybe communicating with your partner being open and honest with them about your experiencing um and validating them and just making sure that they understand that this is not in any which way or form hindering the relationship you have with them in fact your ability to be able to go back and heal from your past is actually going to improve your relationship with your current partner okay so you got to remember that you guys are a team and addressing these issues together is going to strengthen the foundation of your current relationship. I don't say this stuff for no reason. It's I've lived it. I've experienced it. And so have my clients. Right. And then when you do this 
It allows you to focus on the present moment and nurture your current relationship, right? So when I realized my ex was still showing up in my freaking dreams, I was getting pissed off. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I have to do. So I really went inward. And I realized, like I mentioned earlier, that I never got to say my piece. I never got to tell him how his actions affected me. I never got to be the one to be like, hey, this is how you treated me. This is a result of it, but I'm actually thriving and so much better now. So not only do I forgive you, but fucking thank you. Thank you. Because I would never be in this place if it wasn't for you. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Truly, I would not be here helping people heal their relationship with self and their relationship with their partners if it wasn't for you, right? So I got to type in. I whipped out my like phone notebook and the notes section on my phone and I just started writing everything that I would want to say to him. And I did. And I said it all. And I wrote it all down. And it felt so freaking good. Like, it was everything that I needed to say, and I couldn't even believe that I had the opportunity to get to say it to him. You know, I was debating if I was going to read it, and my job here is to always be vulnerable with you guys, so I'm going to read what I sent to him. Now, when I give my clients homework of forgiveness to write their abuser or someone in the past that they want to forgive a letter, I, of course, give them the option, you send it or you don't send it, right? That is completely going to be up to you, but I... I chose to send it. I don't know why, but I did. I really did. So this is what I said. Okay. I said, I hope you're doing well. This is probably going to seem so out of the blue, but it's something I've needed to say for my own healing and to truly move forward in my life. I'm extremely sick of seeing you in my dreams, and I have a feeling it's because I have some things that have gone unsaid for way too long. First and foremost, I feel like I have so many unanswered questions. And honestly, I don't even know if knowing the answers would make any difference at this point. I just need to get them out of my system. Questions such as, oh gosh, this is so personal. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I forgot that this was in here. Okay, I'm going to leave this part out. I haven't even gotten to talk about this yet. So I will talk about that later. Okay, on to the next question. Did you ever actually mean what you said when you told me you loved me? And why was I never enough for you that you cheated on me probably more times than I can count? These are questions that I've wanted to ask you. But as I'm typing this, I realize I have the answer to every single one of these questions already. I loved you. I saw you for who you truly were underneath all of the hate, anger, and pain I know you experienced. I fought for you. I fought for us, but at the end of the day, I forgive you. I forgive you for verbally abusing me. I forgive you for putting your hands on me. I forgive you for making me feel like I wasn't worth your love or anyone else's for that matter. And honestly, I forgive myself for staying way longer than I should have. So much happened between us in what feels like such a short amount of time. It's so weird to reflect back on everything we went through together, and I'm so ready to leave it exactly where it belongs. In the past, I don't know if you know, but I've started my own business. I am now a relationship coach that helps women heal the relationship they have with themselves and teach them how to create healthy relationships. I owe a big part of starting this career to you. 
because what we had wasn't healthy and I was blinded by the deep love I had for you and the hope I always held on to that things could be different. An exercise I give my clients is to write a letter of all of the things that went unsaid to their abuser or their ex and to be honest, you're both to me. I figured it was time that I practiced what I preached, but I've been way too scared. But I guess it's time to face this fear. So with that said, thank you. Thank you for inspiring me to become the woman I am today. I honestly wish you nothing but the best and I don't want or need a reply. I just needed to get this off my chest and close this chapter that I should have officially closed a long time ago. Oh my God. And so I sent that to him. I did. I sent it. I sent it. And then I freaked out and then my heart fell out of my ass. And then I was really, really scared. And then I really tried to figure out a way to block the email without being able to receive like an email back from him because I didn't think he was ever going to reply. I really did not. Um, and I sent it and I like did everything. Me and my husband tried to figure out a way to like block his email so I couldn't even see his reply because I knew it was just going to be like shitty and I didn't want to deal with that feeling. And I wanted to just end it with being on my high horse of saying what I needed to say, okay? <laughs> and it didn't work. It didn't work. Blocking him, gosh, you can't block Gmail unless they send you an email. Then you get to block it after they've already sent you an email. So I couldn't like preemptively block his email. And if you know how, then please tell me. But we both couldn't figure it out. We thought we did. But then I was in for a very rude awakening when I happened to go and check my email and it was there. He answered, you guys, he answered within three minutes, three minutes after not speaking to this man for probably like seven years at this point, maybe even longer. And he replied and he said, what did he end up saying? He said something like, oh, well, you know, thanks. Um, you know, my mom died. So, you know, thanks for rubbing more salt in the wound or something. I'm glad I could help you get to where you wanted to go. And he, of course, made it all about him. And, you know, it was something completely narcissistic that he replied with. And I was like, you know, like, I'm sorry your mom died. Of course, I'm sorry your mom died. But that has nothing to do with what I'm saying to you now. And he still tried to, you know, get the pity from me. And I just was like, oh, okay. He messaged me back. Now I can block his email. But after I sent that message to him, I have not had a dream about him since. I have not had a dream about him since. And so it took something so simple yet scary and and hard to do um, to get me to really finally release that last piece. But you know, this really gave me the opportunity to embrace the uniqueness of my current relationship and allow myself to fully experience the love and the growth that it has been able to offer to me. Um, and, you know, it's something to remember that healing takes time, especially from a past relationship, you guys. Like, I'm saying that I just did this within, and I haven't been with this person in the last 13 years okay it takes so much time and work and self-reflection and self-awareness and there may be setbacks along the way right moments when the thoughts of your ex will resurface of course but with each step forward you're building resilience and you're growing stronger 
And so you got to surround yourself with a supportive network of friends and loved ones who can offer that guidance and encouragement and especially maybe even have a mentor or therapist or a coach who's able to help move you through this as well. Someone like me, right? This is amazing work. It's It takes time. It takes needing to really get to know yourself and be okay with doing these exercises and doing these you know, things are going to help you heal. And it takes bravery. And I was really proud of myself. And every one of my clients that has also written their forgiveness letter and, you know, acknowledged the work that they've needed to do and heal and grow, I am so beyond proud of them all as well. Um, You know, you have the power, you guys, to rewrite your story, okay? By acknowledging and addressing the unresolved emotions that are tied to your ex, you get to create more space for a healthier and more fulfilling relationship in the present, right? Letting go of the past doesn't mean erasing the memories or denying the impact that it had on you, good or bad, right? It's about just finding closure and embracing your personal growth journey and really nurturing the love that exists in your current relationship. Because I did this work for not only myself, but for my relationship too. So you've got to take that leap of faith and release the grip of the past and really allow yourself to fully experience the joy and the connection that awaits you in this present moment. Okay, my loves? Um, If you have any questions at all about this episode, like please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to answer them for you. If you listen to this episode and you're like, dang, I need to go and write my own letter, go and do it. And remember, you do not have to send it to the person. I solely did that for my own personal experience. It is completely up to you what you want to do with whatever forgiveness work, whatever emotional work you need to do, whatever growth you need to do, right? So if you ever need help navigating through that, never ever hesitate to reach out. I do have two spots open for private one-on-one clients right now. Um, and wow. Okay. I love you guys so much. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was, I don't know, pretty personal, I guess. And, um, if you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon or night, my loves, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon or night.